Are you ready? Do you have your backpack and with all your nice warm drinks and snacks? Great, well let's head outside. Today we're going down the country lane. It's a cold, crisp day, winter's day. Weak winter sunlight kind of piercing through the morning mist. Frost on the ground and we're wrapped up warm so it's okay. But maybe we feel a little bit of bite of cold on our nose and cheeks. And as we walk down the lane, hedgerows either side, there's a few trees up ahead, and we chat. And suddenly, we hear birdsong above us, birdsong in winter. And we look up, and there, on the bare branch of an oak tree, sits a little robin. Tiny brown bird, all fluffed up with a rust-coloured breast, seeing its heart out and in that moment we suddenly feel just that little lighter a bit more cheerful as we carry on on our morning walk welcome to tales of winter enchantment a podcast that in- encourages you to wrap up warm and head outside with daily voice notes from me agnes becker from 1st of December right through to the winter solstice. I've taken you outside with me today. I tried recording this indoors and do you know what? It felt really stilted and it just made sense. Of course, I need to bring you outside. That's the whole point of this podcast series. And I'm gonna record it as a voice note. So there will probably be some ums and ers and some little sections there. I might be a bit rambly, but you know, life is rambly, isn't it? Um, So I hope you enjoy this kind of informal um, conversation or journey with me out um, into my local park to talk about moments of wonder and enchantment in the beyond human, in the natural world and as I've been walking you know I've been listening for the robin song and I haven't heard any which isn't a great sign robins are one of the only birds and I'm talking about European robins here in particular I'm based in in Bedfordshire in the south of the UK so yeah European robins they um, are one of the only birds songbirds that still sing through winter and they do it to defend their feeding territories And as you hear Robin singing, it's quite a good sign because it means they've obviously got enough um, fat stores to allow them to expend energy on singing. Their winter song, um, it's both the males and females who sing during winter, whereas in spring it's just the males. And the winter song is a little more subdued, I think, than the, the spring one, where it's very bright and clear and a call for a mate. But robins are very territorial. They, they really defend their patch quite strongly um, and really fight each other quite, quite hard if they, if they need to. Oh, I've just seen a robin. Is that a robin? Oh, no, I think it might have been a sparrow. Dang, <laughs> that would be very enchanting, wouldn't it? <laughs> a robin on the robin episode. Um, what I find really incredible about birdsong is um, 
is based on some research I read by Eleanor Radcliffe at the University of Surrey. Just coming up to a road, so it might be a little noisier. And she talked about how, um, well, her research showed that when we listen to birdsong, you get the same kind of response in your body as being outside in nature or um, seeing pictures of, of nature. So these are things like lowered, lower cortisol, cortisol levels, lowering of heart rate, um, general feelings of less stress and a bit more calm. Um, and that's all from, from listening to the birdsong. And as I read that research, I just thought how incredible that when I listen to a robin singing in winter, that song enters my ears and it changes the hormones, the chemistry, the, the physio- my own physiology in my body, the way my body is working. And so does that mean that when I'm listening to the robin singing, am I also becoming part robin birdsong in that moment? Recently, I had the pleasure of talking with David Haskell, biologist and author of... Um, Lots of, lots of books, but most recently, um, Sounds Wild and Broken. And he took this idea kind of one step further that I, you know, I hadn't considered before. He talked about how birdsong, each individual's birdsong or call or cry, evolved in relationship with its environment. So robins originally evolved in the kind of edgelands of, of ancient woodland, Apparently they used to follow wild boar around, so the wild boar kind of rummage around in the earth and then the robins would fly down and pick up any insects or earthworms that had been exposed. Um, and that's exactly what they do <laughs> now, isn't it, in our garden. I think we have such affinity with the robin because of their, their proximity to us in the garden, their sort of perceived friendliness and, and cheerfulness. Um, and so... They evolved in these kind of edgelands of, of woods um, and in the woods there's obviously a lot more barriers to sound, it's kind of muffled sound because you've got all the branches and the leaves compared to say grasslands or you know the roar of the ocean for, for seabirds. Um, and so their song is, has to be kind of quite melodic um, to, to kind of go through that landscape. And so then he suggested well when you're David suggested when you're listening to the robin's bird song, not only are you listening to the bird song, but you're also listening to all of the ancient forests that shaped that song through evolution. I just love that idea so much. That when we listen to the robin's song, not only are we becoming perhaps a part bird song, but also perhaps the ancient woodlands in which evolved are becoming part of us as well and changing the way that we feel in that moment we are in that moment all through listening to the robin song such an iconic bird at this time of year as well so your activity for today is to head outside and pay close attention to the sounds you can hear particularly the beyond human sounds, the sounds of trees or 
snap of twigs underfoot or walking through um, frosty grass, bird song. And just take notice of what you can hear. You can start by naming all the different things you can hear. This is a tip I got from, from David, a practice. Um, and then you can, once you've done that, you can leave the names and just start to try and describe the sounds that you hear. I know, like rushing and roaring, or crunchy, <laughs> chirping. Um, and then the next step is to imagine being in the shape of the sound. So imagine the sound as a shape and what that might feel like to um, be inside that shape. And if you're a visual person like I am, then you might want to try drawing those shapes as well. But at the very least, head outside and have a listen to the world around you. And if you really want to get into birdsong as well, I highly recommend the Merlin app by Cornell Lab. It's a free app you can download. And it allows you to listen to, record local birdsong, and it will let you know the most likely candidate who's singing that song, most likely bird singing that song. Um, and it's a great way to start recognising birdsong. But I also recommend, once you've got to know it a little bit through through the app maybe just pick one bird the robin <laughs> if you don't know the robin song already um and just listen to that that's out for that bird eventually try listening without the app and seeing if you can get it right and just check it with the app and you'll be surprised how quickly you get to know the song of your local birds and it, it totally transforms your experience of being outside because what was before a whole load of chatter of lovely bird song you know, like, oh, there must be a robin somewhere nearby, or a chaffinch, or a blackbird. Um, and so the landscape, the soundscape becomes alive. You, you start to think of the different stories of all those different birds around you. Um, it really opens things up, and you notice your connections with, with everything around you. And today's tip for giving back is to leave out some bird feed for your local birds, particularly if you're in a city. Robins in particular are, are one of the first birds to start singing in the morning and one of the last to finish singing at dusk. And in cities where there's, the light is always on, um, sometimes they get really confused and end up singing all night. So giving them some food to keep them going is really, really lovely. Um, yeah, city birds also have to sing a lot higher and louder to go across the traffic. So yeah, help them out with some nice bird food, bird seed. And as you're doing it, just give thanks to, to their wonderful song as you um, sit and listen to, hopefully you can catch a, a robin song where you are, and sit and listen to that and just imagine the, the bird song changing you and the ancient woodland in which it, was, it evolved. So thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this voice note, please subscribe and share with loved ones. And I also wanted to let you know about a beautiful Enchant Your Winter gift list I have on my website, filled with all of the offers I've got in my, in my business. We are Stardust, um, a place where art and science collide. And everything I do is to enrich your experience of and relationship with our messy, beautiful universe. So there's um, nature guides there, workshops. Um, you can buy someone a gift to my membership the Stardust Collective, and also uh, my signature offer for this winter, 
the Winter Stargazing Adventure Pack and I'll be talking more about stargazing in this podcast series too. So do take a look there, especially if you're looking for something a bit different, perhaps more an experience this winter to give us a gift rather than um, things. Um, do take a look um, and I hope you find something special there for, for your loved ones. Again, thank you so much for joining me today and I will be back tomorrow with another tale of winter enchantment. Take care.